You're listening to the Direction for Life podcast. We pray this episode blesses you. We'd love to connect with you. Visit us at rdci.info or on Facebook at Right Direction Church International. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the RDCI. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. Look at Luke, the 19th chapter. Now, parallel for this is in... Matthew 25, but we want to focus on Luke 19. There's some very unique things in Luke 19, starting at verse 12. And it says, He said, therefore, certain noblemen went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds that's a measurement of money and he said unto them occupy till I come everybody say occupy till I come if you have a paper bible underline that highlight that occupy till I come but his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying we will not have this man to reign over us in the kingdom past that when he was returned having received the kingdom then he commanded his servant to be called unto him to whom he had given the money. So we see that the 10 pounds was money. He called them to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. So you see, he said to occupy the expectations that you're going to take what I gave you and to gain some by trading. If you again, if you have a paper Bible, highlight that. I want you all to focus on this and meditate on this. Verse 16, then came the first saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained 10 pounds. Okay? Now somebody said, that devil is a lie. I ain't trying to gain no 10 pounds. (laughs) He says, in other words, he said, your money has, I have doubled your money, is what he's saying to him. And he said, well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have a Thou authority in cities. And the second came saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. Okay? And he, and he said likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. And another came saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have laid up in a napkin. Put it in a handkerchief to keep it in safekeeping. I'm giving you back what you gave me. For I fear thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou taketh up that thou layest not down, and reap what you did not sow. And he said unto him, out of your own mouth, I'm a, I will judge you. You wicked servant. You knew that I was an austere, according to what you said, I'm an austere man. Taking up that I laid not down, and reaping what I did not sow. Wherefore, that if that's how you thought about me, then... Wherefore then thou gavest not thou my money into the bank. You should at least put it in the bank that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury or interest. And he said unto them that stood by, take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said to him, but Lord, he hath ten pounds. For I say unto you that every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath, shall be taken away. The word the Lord gave me 
for 2024 for right direction and those connected to me as your man of God. And I want you to say it with me. Say, occupy and maximize. 2024 is your year to occupy and to maximize. We see that in verse 13. He called, he gave them the 10 pounds, the 10 measurements of money, whether that's $10 or $10,000. Or $10, he gave them the measurement of money and said, occupy till I come. Now, unless you do some study, the way we use that word occupy, it means like you occupying that seat right there, okay? You, it's just sitting, taking up space. That is not what that word means at all in the scripture. The word occupy, as used there, it means to do business, okay? If you have any reference of that, I'm not stretching this, it means to do business, and so he says, I want you to occupy the new living. Uh, I want you to occupy till I, till I come. Uh, the New Living Translation of that verse says, invest this for me while I am gone. Invest this for me while I am gone. And so they went away, and then the New Living Translation of verse, when, when the man came back and doubled the money, and then one came back and he got at least 50% as much, uh, verse 15, it says, he came back to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. The New Living Translation says, so occupying is trading. Occupying is doing business. Look, look at somebody say, it's time to do some business. It's time to do some business. Okay. He wanted to find out, uh, the New Living Translation of that verse, verse 15 says, he wanted to find out what their profits were. He had given them something. He had started them out. Let me see the return on my investment. Okay. They call that ROI. Return on investment. And the interesting thing is that the one who was wicked in his thinking, when we think wicked, we think demonic. Wicked means twisted. Wicked means tw he was twisted in his thinking because for, he says, well, I knew that you were an austere man trying to demand where you have not given. What are you talking about? It says the same thing in Matthew 25, yet that, that you are a hard man, reaping where you have not sown. What are you talking about? Everything you have, I gave you. God does not expect you to give anything that he doesn't first give you. And so he was wicked. What, what, what do you mean? The only reason why I'm asking you for a return is because it's a return. A return means I first gave it to you. And so in 2024, the Lord told me to tell you that it is time to occupy and maximize. I'm not going to have to be, have time to deal much with the maximization tonight, but I want to focus on occupying. Um, so the, the, the one, the wicked one, verse 20, he said, Lord, here's your pound. I kept it in a napkin, a handkerchief. New Living Translation says, I hid your money and kept it safe. This is the word of the Lord for 2024. No time for playing it safe. Playing it safe is over. 
if God is going to do great things through you and great things through us and great things for your family, you got to stop playing it safe. If I played it safe, we wouldn't be in this sanctuary. Because everybody said, don't do this. This is not the time. They didn't even consider y'all people. What you mean? Because they said people ain't coming to church no more. Y'all ain't even people. Don't do this. You cannot do anything great if you're just trying to play it safe. The greatest person who ever won on Jeopardy, um, I can't remember his name. I watched Jeopardy. Okay? I watched Jeopardy to see how smart I am or how dumb I am. Some nights I feel real smart and other nights, just when I think I'm ready to apply and say go on, then I said, no, I ain't going to do it. Sherry Shepard was on there last week, just embarrassed herself. She tried to joke her way out of it. It was sad. It just was sad. But the great, the great he used to, and the reason why the great, he was the greatest chapter of Jeopardy, because he would get down to it, he would say, I'm all in. Somebody say, you got to be all in. In other words, he would, he would, he would, put at risk everything he had he was not playing it safe God said you cannot play it safe and I do great things with you in 2024 you're going to have to occupy to do business Luke 19 26 it says the New Living Translation the king replied to those he said he said well why would you take it and reward the one who had done the most or or had the most give him more and he and the Reason he gives from Luke 19, 26, the New Living Translation says, the king replied, and those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. If you use what you have, God said, I'll maximize it. If you will use what you have, I will blow on it. If you use what you have, I will increase it. If you use what you have, I will send angels to reinforce and to bring you more. If you use what you have, I'll give you partners. If you use what you have, I'll expand your influence, but you got to use what you have. Come on, elbow, elbow somebody may be sleeping and tell them you got to use what you got. So your occupying requires work and effort. The scripture, that word occupy, said in the scripture, see if I can remember how to pronounce it. Okay, The Greek word is, pra, is pragma. To ome, pragma to ome, and it literally means to do business. So he says, go away, do business until I come. Don't just be sitting on the dock of the bay watching the clouds roll away. But while I'm gone, I need you to be busy. What did Jesus say? I have to be busy about my father's, he said, I must work the works of him who sent me a while today, night cometh when I won't be able to occupy anymore. It literally means to do business, to trade. Now, we use a form of the word in occupation. Someone will say, well, what is your occupation? We say occupation. And, with, and what uh, your occupation literally means is what do you do to earn a living? Let me give in a, a more basic. What's your occupation? What do you trade? What do you, how do you occupy? So when someone said, what is your occupation? Saying, what, what do you trade? And I think we even need to think in, that, in those terms, in terms of whatever era that we're in, you are trading something. 
You are taking something that you have and providing a need in exchange for something. And so to occupy, it means to trade. Occupying this text means to do business with what you have. Trade, what, uh, trade is what you provide that others are willing to pay for in exchange with you. It's value. I, you hear me talk a lot about that. Value, what you add to others and to the world. Here's a question the Lord told me to ask. And I know that this, is, this, is, this, is, this is not for everybody. This is for some high-level functioning folks. This, this is for some people who's, who say, I'm not just the average person. Am I, am I in the right church tonight? Okay. This is somebody who say, I just refuse to be average. I, even if I came from my average, some, some of y'all feel like you're out of place in your family. Because you know they don't think like you. Okay. They don't dream like you. They don't dare like you. They don't risk like you. They don't walk like you. They don't, they don't imagine like you. They don't use faith like you. And so this is not for average folks, but the Lord told me to ask three people not average to ask you a question. What will you leave in the earth? What will you, and I'm, and I'm not just talking about a baby. Because some people leave in them and they didn't mean to do that. Some do that and didn't even, don't even acknowledge that. And, and I'm not minimizing children, but even because, but you know, you, folks can do that without planning to do that. But what will you take the effort to, to use what God has given you to produce something and leave something in the earth that folks will know you were here? So a couple things I want you to see here quickly. They all had the money. They all had 10 pounds, but not all the servants did business with it. They, they all had something but they all didn't do anything. Didn't do something. Let me say that again. They all had something, but it, they didn't all do something. God gave them something to work with, but they didn't all work it. You got to work what God has given you. I said you have to work what God has given you. They all had the money. They all were given 10 pounds, but not all the servant did business with it. Putting the money in the bank, he said at least... You should have put your, the money in the bank. Putting the money in the bank to get interest was the least they could have done. And by putting the money in the bank, it was not the maximized occupation. It wasn't the most that could have been done. It was the least that could have been done. In 2024, God said, stop thinking about the least you can do. Stop thinking about the and And some of y'all, you heard me talk about this. Some people satisfied. Are, or are satisfied with at least. Because you push them in the corner and they'll say, well, at least. At least I have a job. But you're not maximizing your potential. At, but at least I have a man, but he has no job and no teeth. And you're going to tell me, at least. Why are you settling for at least when God wants you to maximize? I told you I used to be an executive recruiter years ago and, and used to, we used to train people to go on interviews and we trained them how to address certain things. And so one of the questions we, we used to try to advise people, don't talk about salary until you have an offer. Avoid it. Work all around it. Don't talk about salary. Well, well what is the, and, and then we would give them ways to work around it. And one, one, of the, one of the things that we used to tell them is that if they said to you, well, what is the 
least that you would accept? What's the minimum, what are your minimum salary requirements? We say, oh, he, he, watch this. Why are we discussing minimums and least when I plan to give a maximum effort? Why are you talking me about lease and minimum when I'm planning on giving you a maximum effort? I need to know more about this job. And so stop thinking minimums. He said at least. Secondly, no more playing is safe. 2024 is the time to make some bold moves. Look, somebody say, I'm going to make some bold moves in 2024. Come on, everybody connected to me and connected to this, connected to this church sees that God will bless you if you make some bold moves. Bold means you're going to have to go against what people say. Bold means it may not be popular. Bold means you may, not only, you may only have a word from God that only you and your husband or you, you and your wife agree on. Bold may mean that other folks just don't see it and it makes no sense. But somebody say, be bold. So 2024, it's time to make some bold moves. Psalm 107, 23, it talks about those who go down to the sea in ship who do business on great waters. God wants you to do some business on some great waters. I say God wants you to do some business on some great waters. Listen to me. I've said this even for entrepreneurs connected with me. Stop calling your business a small business because though your beginning was small, though your beginning was small, once you started, it ain't small no because you've begun. Though your beginning was small, once you have begun, you are no longer small. You are in increase mode. Somebody say, I'm increasing right now. So you have to start thinking of yourself that you are laying the groundwork. You are laying the foundation to do business in great waters. So in 2024, no more lease. I'm making bold moves. I'm going to take big steps. And I'm going to occupy everything God has given me. So God expects us to give him back. Listen to me. God expects us to give him back more than he started us off with. Increase is in your hands. Come on, say that. Say increase is in my hands. Put your arms up and palm them. Say increase is in my hands. Stop asking God to increase you without realizing increases in my hands. So maybe a better prayer, Lord, bless the work of my hand because if God bless the work of your hand, increase is coming. God expects you to give him back more. The first instruction God gave mankind was to do what? Be fruitful and multiply. That's the first command. That is the first order of business as a human being is to be fruitful and multiply. God does not like stagnation. God does not like non-productivity. It got to the place where the children of Israel were in the wilderness and they had gotten content. And one day God spoke and said, you have been in this mountain long enough. You have circled this mountain long enough. Now it's time to move forward. 2024 is time for you to move forward. Those of you watching me and still talking about the pandemic, stop it. Shake it off and move forward. Stop looking back to 2020. It's 2024. The pandemic was almost four years ago, and some of y'all haven't come back to church yet. 
Some of y'all become lazy on your job. Some of you don't want to go anywhere and do anything. You're going to have to move beyond stagnation because God does not like stagnation. John 15 and 2, Jesus said, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, I'll take it away. But every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. So it can bear more fruit. So when you start being productive, God will work on you to be more productive. When you have a desire to increase, God will help you increase. Come on. But, 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 but if you say, this is enough, I'm good, I don't need all that, then God said, then I, then I need to put my anointing on somebody else who can use it and believe that God has more for me and wants to do more through me. So to occupy, third point, to occupy, you must use what you've been given. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 10, he said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. I love this. But I labored more abundantly than they are, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. He said, God put a grace on me, and I worked that grace. <laughs> God put a grace on me, and I worked that grace. Look, somebody else, you got better work that thing. Work that thing. Whatever God has put on you, work it. Because nobody can do it like you. Nobody could throw and use a slingshot like David. He, could, he wasn't prepared for the spear. He wasn't prepared for the shield. He couldn't put Paul... Saul's armor on he said but this thing I know God uses me in I know nobody can do it better than me you gotta know what God put on you to do better than anybody else and work that thing stop trying to be like other people reproduce other people be authentically you and watch God bring the increase if you decide to occupy and maximize you somebody say I'm gonna occupy and maximize me Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. So listen, you have to take some inventory of what you've been given. First of all, you've all been given faith. Anybody got faith? You already know you do. I just told you all been given faith. Romans 12 and 3 says he given to everyone the measure of faith. Start taking the faith you have and start using it. Use it to go to the next level. Use it for the next promotion. Use it for the next house. Use it for the next investment. Are you hearing me? Start taking the faith you have and use it for more. Take inventory of what you have. That's how you're going to get out of debt in 2024. I don't know if we realize this, but when we read in 2 Kings about the, about the woman, the wives of the sons of the prophets, she cried to Elisha saying, uh, your, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know he feared the Lord. And the creditor is come. He want, they want their money, and he's going to take my two sons away. And Elijah said, what, do I, what can I do for you? And then he didn't even give a chance to respond. He said to her, he said, tell me, what do you have in your house? So many times we're looking out. We're looking for it to come someplace else. Some you got to see what you have in your house. What has God already given you? What's the idea he's already given you? What's the ability he's already given you? What's the talent he's already... What do you have in your house? She said, I don't have anything but a, a little, a little a pot of oil, a little bit of oil. What she had, she was despising. But he said, God is going to use what you have to bring more. That's the word. God's going to use what you have to bring more. 
you don't need anything else. You just need to use what you got. If you use what you got, God's going to breathe on it. God's going to increase it. Oh, there's an anointing that's coming not on what you need, but on what you have. Hallelujah. So don't ask for more until you're occupied. Do business with what you have because Luke 16, 10, 11 says if you're faithful in least, you're going to be faithful in much. But if you're unjust, if you're unreliable, if you're independable with least, you're going to do the same with much. He says, so when you've been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, in the little that you have, now God's going to give you the true anointing. And as you use and do business and distribute, in 2022, what God will give you is going to multiply, is going to increase. Somebody say, God's about to increase it in my hands. Come on, y'all know the, the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. John 6, 11, he took the loaves, and when he gave it faith, he distributed to the disciples. That part's already been done. God's already put something in us. And the disciples then gave it to them. And as they gave it out, it increased. It increased. Come on, stand on your feet in 2024 and thank God that he's increasing you. That he's blessing the work of your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, greet your neighbor. Tell him Happy New Year. You're about to occupy. You're about to maximize. You're about to blow it out the water. The caps are coming off of you. The leads are coming off of you. The restrictions are coming off of you. The chains are coming off of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to another level. You're going to another level. You're going to another level. I'm not going to occupy. I'm going to maximize. Devil, you ain't seen nothing yet. You've been trying to hold me back long enough. Oh, but God has broken the chains off of me. I'm going to work the grace. I'm going to work the grace. I don't need something new. I got what I need to get to the next level. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Shout unto God. Shout unto God. I'm going to occupy. I'm going to maximize. Have your seats for a moment. Now, Lord told me to prophesy several things over you for 2024. If you love our podcast and the impartation you gain from it, we encourage you to become an iChurch member. As an iChurch member, you'll get access to exclusive digital content as well as an online community and various small group sessions. To find out more, visit rdci.info forward slash iChurch. Connect with us for digital impartation weekly. Join Bishop Herbert and Dr. Marsha Bailey on Clubhouse for marriage, faith, and family inside Kingdom Business Network on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rdcitv. 
We stream live services on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as Wednesday at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies, join us for Manifest on Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. 